Amy is always right. And if you disagree with Amy, you're wrong. Amy, what do you say? I feel it's completely incorrect. I, what I actually share with everybody is not, not to surrender to me. I've never said that, to surrender to me. I just say surrender to love and yourself. And whatever your soul and your heart shares with you to do, that's what you do. But you tell them you're God. You're, you're actually God. You hung on the cross. You recall being crucified on the cross and that you are God. In truth, we are all God. That's not what you say. You don't say you're all God. You say, I am Mother God. I love that guy. He's just like not letting her get away with it. Right. So what's this story about? Oh, <laughs> Mary Contrary. Oh, my God, Starfish. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think this has got to be the craziest story that we've done so far. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> this this story, I guess, well, we'll just say it was discovered on April 28th of this year in a house, a mobile home in Crestone, Colorado. It was raided by police after a man reported that a mummified corpse was inside his house, decorated with makeup, wrapped in a sleeping bag with Christmas lights on it. Ew. Ew. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? What? <laughs> this is such a crazy story. So I'm going to give you all a little background on this Crestone town in Colorado, because I actually have been there twice. Mm. Um, and I went there actually last year, a couple times. Wow. Um, so I went with a good friend of mine. We just went up there to check it out because this town is known. It's one of the few places in North America that has a huge presence of like monks in it, Tibetan stuff. Like there's all sorts of different um, like Buddhism and all different temples that are up in this town. They're kind of built into the side of the mountain up there. It's a really oh. gorgeous place. It sits at the base of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains, if anyone's familiar with Colorado. So it's a really awesome place. Of course, like everything was closed because of COVID. So hmm. I didn't get to go into any of the temples, but we had a strange experience at one of the shrines we were at visiting. We were just kind of sitting there and it was kind of a cloudy day and with my friend Bev. And so we got back in the car and this weird guy was kind of in the parking lot. He was the only one there. And he looked like Jesus or something, like a bad Jesus, I guess. Like he had like leather jacket and like long hair and everything. He comes over to our car and, and the, you know, thank God Bev had the foresight to lock the doors. He tries to get to the back of our car. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're there visiting the shrine. Oh my God, it's, it was just so weird. So we're like, what do you want? We only rolled down the window a little bit. He's like, oh, I'm just looking to get back to town. And we're like, okay, well, it's right there. Bye. We drove off and we looked at each other and I'm like, okay, we need to get out of here. This is a weird place. And like, you know, just driving through this little town, it is really odd. It's like a lot of hippie-ish. I think a lot of people go there to discover some spirituality stuff, but also there's like a weird side of it too, like the extreme hippies. There's a lot of like ex-drug addicts that hang out there. It's just a really weird place. We call it Weird Stone. <laughs> and, I think that's part of its name here. So we're going to go into this weird oh, this, stone story. This has forever, forever made Crestone weird stone for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, it, it, it's trying to be this spiritual place and it sounds like it's just a ugh, collection of crazy. Yeah. It's kind of a collection of crazy. That's exactly how I would explain Crestone, Colorado. 
so how all this happened. So this was actually part of a cult, which I'm not surprised at all. Mm. I think there's a lot of weird groups up there. The name of the cult is Love Has Won. And it's like some new religious movement. I'm just like, okay, what does that mean? Right. Where do these people go to come up with cult names? <laughs> I, I, I don't even know I how. Know. You, some of them are just so weird. I even forget that one. It was like Stargate or something. <laughs> or whatever the hell their stupid name is. But like, There's so many of them. There's so many weird things that people get sucked into. So the cult leader is Amy Carlson. Mm-hmm. She was referred to within the group as Mother God. So they think that she's God, basically. And she thinks that she's God. She's actually God, Starfish. Okay, she's actually God. Yep. So <laughs> they had around, I guess the group had around 12 to 20 full-time members. They lived with her at the time of her death. Because hmm. she's actually the mummified corpse that they found. Oh, okay. So okay. they created like a shrine for oh. her. So in their like, living room. So, yeah. So she's God to them. So, of course, they can't let her go. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, could you imagine, like, just, like, going about your daily tasks in your house? Like, you're making your cereal or whatever, and there's a corpse <laughs> sitting there. There's a corpse in the corner in a sleeping bag with Christmas lights on it. Especially so. the Christmas lights in the sleeping bag. I mean, is that really a way to, like, is that is that our Tut's tomb now? Sleeping bags in Christmas lights. <laughs> so gross. Oh, so gross. Oh, I can't even imagine. And hadn't so, it been there for like a while? Like, oh, yeah. So, like a um, month. no, this was like several months. Oh, so what's even Ugh. grosser about this is like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I might have been up there. You know, what if I drove by that? Ew, oh, it yeah. Just, totally gives me the creeps, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Basically, what this group did, they were primarily based at, here out of Colorado. I'm going to give you a little background on this Amy Carlson character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who is this lady? So she grew up in Dallas. She was a straight-A student, apparently. But early in her life, she talked about really weird concepts like starships. The group actually began around 2006 when Carlson was around 30 years old. So she became interested in a new age philosophy. She left her third husband and children at her job at McDonald's. Just left her children? Yeah. And her husband. Wow. Her third third husband. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she okay, went. Okay, no, no judgment there, but leaving your children, that's no cool. Not right, cool. Right, right. So there, you know, there's a character for you. So then she went on a no uh, contact with most of the members of her family, which is usually what cults do. Um, and it's believed that she wasn't a founder of the group, but she was recruited and became the group's leader. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's a little bit of history on her. So the cult preached that Carlson was a divine being that is 19 billion years old and (laughs) had birthed all of creation. So they really thought she was God. I'm like, oh my. Yeah. So Carson claimed that she had been reincarnated 534 times, including as Jesus, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, and Cleopatra. Oh, all the best ones, of course. Right. I mean, if you're going to be God, like, wouldn't you pick all the best ones too, Starfish? Like, Uh, I would. Yeah, right. (laughs) You're only famous people that everybody knows about. And 534, not 535 or 533, but 534 times. She knows that. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
So the group called, or they claim that Carlson was the queen of the lost continent of Lemuria. I don't even know what the hell that is. So she stated that Donald Trump was her father. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Her father isn't even old enough to be her father. Wait, okay, so she's in her forties now. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, Holy yeah, cow. yeah. <laughs> so she spoke to the spirit of deceased actor Robin Williams, and who she claimed is Archangel Zadekiel. Zadekiel, I don't know how to say that. And the group's theology also included references to the concepts of Atlantis the Anaki and the reptilians. So those are coming oh, back. Oh, yeah. You know, Anaki. I love the lizards. Right, right. right. Now these stories just come to me. So, so their theology has been described as a lacking, um, a fixed set of beliefs. So instead of preaching like a fluid theology consisting of new age philosophy, it's more like conspiracy theories and Messiah worship. Okay. So Carlson had like several romantic partners throughout the group's history. Hmm. So, oh, so she was boning these guys. Oh, and, yeah, because, I mean, she's the and she's gals? God. Right. Everybody would want a piece of that. Right. But okay. they were referred to as Father God because she's referred to as Mother God. Right. So the so the men she bones in the group are Father God. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. So uh, is one of the early Father Gods kind of the reason she got in or i haven't come across any that i'm sure more will come out because this is a really recent story in the news but i'm sure we'll learn more about it because it's so incredibly crazy and fascinating yeah but like the ex-members have accused the group of physical abuse and sleep deprivation members i guess were only allowed to sleep like four to five hours a night they received a lot of complaints about the group from families about brainwashing and fraud. So despite the group banning drink and drugs for members, Carlson was accused of drinking large amounts of alcohol and behaving abusively. Imagine that. Well, <laughs> that's one of the reasons that a lot of people believe she was God, I read. I looked into the victims a little bit, of course, and one of them specifically says that he believed she was God because she could drink so much. Uh, I was like, <laughs> and not die. Wow. She could really slam him, I guess. So um, that was one of the things that basically convinced him that she was God. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can slam some serious alcohol, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I don't think she's the only one that can do that, but I could be wrong. I guess she was drunk, like, for the latter half of every day. And she would just drink and drink and drink. But apparently she drank 24 tequila shots one night in a row. Oh, my God. Chug a full bottle of very concentrated THC, which is gross. But oh. so between the, the shots and the THC. Yeah, of course, people are going to think like, well, she must be something because most people would probably die not from the THC, but from 24 shots of tequila in a row. So, wow, that's. That's insane. Yeah. That, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I also want to have a side note because I, I think this part of the story is kind of funny too. This group, they were primarily based in Colorado, but they briefly moved to the island of Kauai in Hawaii in August of 2020. But they were kicked out. They had to leave in September because they received a pretty hostile reception from <laughs> locals. I mean, if you can imagine this crazy cult group is moving in your territory you know why is like no thanks. yeah they're oh totally yeah so she claimed that of course she was a hawaiian goddess 
And mm. it resulted in a several day standoff, you know, cause like I've never been to Hawaii, but I know like a lot of the locals and tribes are really like, they don't like outsider people too much. You know, it's kind of a sacred place for them and they don't like others coming in there to try to mess things up. I don't blame them, you know? Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. So the several day standoff, it was with uh, driftwood fires being lit and Hawaiian prayers being chanted around the rented property. So the group was doing all this weird stuff. And the windows of the property and the nearby vehicles were smashed by being pelted with rocks and eggs because people were like, get out. Right. Wow. They did not like these people at all. So the mayor of Kauai, uh, Derek Kawakami, I think is how it's said. He mm. negotiated the departure of the group from the island. He's basically like, get the hell out. So then they later flew to, it looks like Kalulu Airport. Then they were convinced to fly back to Colorado. So then in early April of this year, they were located in an RV park in the Mount Shasta in North California, but they were asked to leave due to overcrowding. (laughs) Really? California's. Sorry, there's yeah. not overcrowding in Mount Shasta. I've been up there. It's it's actually a really weird place. Speaking of weird places. I like, know, I'm that's sure another was, weird one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Wairika, if you've ever been up there. Totally no. weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not Eureka, not the cool place. It's Wairika with a Y. And it's right next to Mount Shasta. And yeah, speaking of weird experiences, had some there. <laughs> I know. Weird I guess ran- random homeless people come up and talk to you a lot in these places. I know it's such a bizarre, like these places are so odd and I I don't like them. I don't need to be around that kind of weird people and energy. No, thanks. Anyway, so I think after that, Carlson was in poor health at this Mm -hmm. point in in September of 2020. So she's out at this Mount Shasta area. And so she's real sick. Apparently, she was paralyzed from the waist down or something. She stated she had cancer, but she was like ingesting large amounts of colloidal silver, which the group had been promoting as a COVID-19 cure. We talked about this. (laughs) So these are some of those crazy people that are just totally fucked up. So she received a warning from the FDA for doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, authorities stated that she had not died at the property in Colorado, but in California. So then what they did was they transported her. From California to Colorado without reporting her death. Oh. So I have the police report. So here's then what happened is they come back to Colorado with her dead body. And at this point, the mummification process had started. I don't know if the details of how all that works. It's a scientific process that I'm not familiar with. But I think that's so gross. Like, can you imagine like just driving through the U.S. with a dead body in your car? Ew. Right. So, um, but anyway, so a guy by the name of, this is coming from the police report, Mr. Lamboy, he apparently let these love is one weirdos come like stay at his mobile home. Mm. And so, so there was a 14 year old child and like a two year old child that was in this mobile home with this corpse, which is really fucked up. Mr. Lamboy went to the police at the end of April and like he stated that there was a lady that appeared to be dead in his mobile home. So, but he was also part of the love is one. So I don't know how much that he's involved in, in any of this. I know the children were removed and there was like several members that were in this home. So they were all arrested and charged with abuse of a corpse and child abuse, basically. So, wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's just insane. So this Amy, the one who thinks she's God, Amy Carlson. So she's, been dead for several months at this point. 
And so what's crazy is I remember seeing her on Dr. Phil last year. <laughs> like I did actually see her on Dr. Phil. And I was oh, like, you saw that live. Wow. I did. I did. I was like, you know, getting ready for work or something and eating lunch. And I was like, what? Like watching this doc- crazy Dr. Phil episode with this lady. And I'm like, this lady is completely whack job. I had no idea that she was part of this whole crazy story. Right, right. She actually looked, that was the clip I played at the beginning. And she actually, in the picture, she looks like blue. And so it was not a surprise when you said she was taking the colloidal silver. Because I've seen that happen to people that they turn blue. And you could tell in the photos, there's photos, I don't know if they're in the police report, but right up to where she's like dying in the last couple months, she's frail, tiny, like just tiny itty bitty. And she's totally a different color. So yeah, and just like drinking. I mean, all of the group doesn't look like healthy people at all to me. Like they all look like they have vitamin deficiencies and probably God knows what else but just crazy stuff. Yeah. And like all the interviews that I saw. And I mean, Dr. Phil was like all over these people because the families were complaining because they can't the relatives just disappear and get sucked up into all this crap. So it's just insane. Yeah, they call it coercive control. And coercive control is a cult. It's, you know, it's like basically using people's weaknesses to uh, manipulate them into following you and into worshiping you. So if you watch her YouTube videos, which they're all out there, you can watch them. She's, they streamed a lot and they were trying to make money off of it. Obviously, they were selling stuff and you can see she asks them all to bring her food make her food all the time, but they can't eat that often. You were saying already that they were not able to sleep. Like I was reading a story of this one woman and her husband, one of the more famous victims, Alex Witten, and he's the one that they just dumped off in the desert. So for those of you who haven't been following this at all um, or hadn't heard of it, basically this guy was married to this woman, had children, everything, started watching the YouTube videos during COVID and then just up and left his family to go join the cult because, you know, they just make so many promises about how it's going to make you feel better and how it's going to make you be closer to God. And by being close to her, you can get closer to God. And just like some of the other tactics you've talked about in the other episodes, like I was thinking of Gina Marks and the spoofing, you know, she can easily do these things to make it seem like she's really a God, like right. drinking. Right. <laughs> but just because your body can handle or tolerate something doesn't really mean anything. I've been reading a lot on Reddit and Reddit is not normally a place that I would consider like a really great source because it's anonymous. So people can right. get in there and say whatever they want. But There's a whole Reddit, a whole subreddit called Love is One, and it's for the victims. It's called the Love is One cult, actually. And it's for the victims of people who've been, and they've been talking a lot in the last week, of course, because it's just happened to Amy. Well, we just found out about it. Right. About their experiences with it. And, you know, it's still a debate. Like, you know, a lot of people who live up in Crestone, they say, oh, they're just drug addicts. They would take the money of the people who are in the cult. They would ask, have them give them their benefits and they would have them max out their credit cards and basically supply them with all the food. And well, because Mother God needs to eat and Mother God would always get the best food, but nobody else would. And then Mother God would always get all the drugs she wanted and all the alcohol she wanted and everything she wanted. And again, that's coercive control. She's making you feel like you're part of something bigger. You have to contribute. You know, some people really said that they felt like they had this great transformational experience and 
what's your problem with it? Why do you have to get your nose involved in it? And it's a legitimate question. The problem is, is that these people are, it's, it's almost like the fraud, you know, where they're claiming you're going to make twice as much, you're going to double yeah, your money right. in a year. You right. can't say that. No therapy, no religious, nobody says that. No doctors, like, oh, you're going to be fine if you just, so making these claims makes people believe it so much that they drop their whole lives for it. And then people's like, well, sorry, you know, you made that dumb mistake and we're not their babysitters and all this. And I'm like, so it's a really complex story. There's a lot to it. And it went on for years. I can't believe how long it went on. And it'll continue to go on because they're going to keep it going. even uh, after her. Oh, God. Yeah, that's because she'll be reincarnated, of course. So right for like, what was it? 435 or now? Yeah, right. She'll be back again. 500 mm-hmm. and <laughs> Wow. Just insane. Right. And it's not like what they believe, you know, whatever you can believe what you want, but they don't have their families. They've abandoned their families completely and they've spent all their money on them. And then their families are sitting there left to, you know, like, okay, what are we supposed to do? Like my husband is taking all, it's usually men. It's interesting that it's usually men, but it is that seem to be dragged into this and they just spend all their life savings on it. And then this cult just kind of leaves them sometimes if they don't like them. If they're like, right. oh, like we don't like you. So they left this Alex guy just in the desert and didn't tell anybody, really. <laughs> they're wow. just like, oh, we don't like you. And then his family had to go track him down and find him. They finally found him and he came back for still reluctantly. Uh, wow. Yeah, right. Wow. That's anyway. a little crazy. I, I know. It is insane that these people get sucked up in this. We see it time and time again. I mean, all these cults are, they have these tactics to keep you there they really do right limiting sleep limiting food and then you know they follow all the the hallmarks of a cult yep and then they light corpses up with christmas lights i wonder if they put a star on her head do you think (laughs) (laughs) yeah what was the logic behind the christmas lights i really did not want to watch the youtube videos because i did not want to give them views and hits and validate their existence but oh, man i am fascinated by this story it's it's oh, yeah. hard not to want yeah. to watch them yeah definitely yeah well that was a crazy one mary kachuri and i want to just let people know there's some research out there on cults <laughs> there's some signs that you can watch for yeah and you should definitely watch for those because i understand that sometimes somebody can inspire you and make you feel amazing right. This woman yeah. obviously had that thing about her that made people right. really, I think she became ill. Her family, the way her family talks about her yeah. is almost like she became ill somehow, like dementia or right. one of the, something like that. Anyway, so the claims are things like the group displays an excessively zealous and unquestioning commitment to its leader. It sounds a little Trumpy to me too. Right. Um, Questioning doubt and dissent are discouraged, you're even punished. She would punish them for questioning her. She'd kick you out if you didn't believe you were you're not allowed to stay. Mind altering practices like meditation, chanting, speaking in tongues are used in excess and serve to suppress doubts. Okay, you just need to pray, you just need to meditate. We we need right. to have a session. She would have these psychic sessions where she would like do a one on one with them and do this psychic session where she said she had done thousands of them. <laughs> the oh leader dictates, sometimes in great detail, how members should think, act, and feel. 
So you leave your family, you leave your wife, you come here, you stay with me, you don't get to go. Even the children were put in closets, I I heard and saw. Yes. Oh my God. Abuse. Yeah. Abusive to animals too. And Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the group is elitist, claiming special exalted status for itself. So that's another one. Its members claim that the leaders considered a messiah. <laughs> this sounds like exactly like this cult. I mean, goodness. So, yeah. Ew. Yeah. The leader's not accountable to any authorities because, well, I'm a religious leader. So, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? The group teaches or implies that it's supposedly exalted and ends justify the means. So that was definitely this cult. I mean, Amy's God. So sorry, we can't feed you. We can't take care of you. You're here to take care of her. And then they lived off of all the benefits of that, too, by being her henchmen, basically, or henchwomen. You know, there were men and women that were involved in it. Two women in particular were really her, like, face, I guess. And they defend her to the bone. They're preoccupied with bringing in new members, with making money. That's why they did the live streaming on YouTube. It's just so transparent. I I don't understand why people don't see that. But then again, you you just, it's so easy to get sucked in when you really, it makes you feel something. Right. That that nothing's ever made you feel. Right. Yep. A hundred percent. Oh, all right. Well, watch out for those cults, people. And yeah. should we go visit Crestone, Mary Contrary? Um, you know, I think I'm good. I think I've had enough <laughs> weird stuff. Other people should other people like I've never been there. Maybe I should check it out. E kind of too. <laughs> yeah, not worth it. Not worth the trip. Really? Not worth it. <laughs> if you do, you might want to bring some pepper spray. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, maybe more than that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, maybe no Crestone then. (laughs) No, no thanks. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, good one, Mary Contrary. Looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Real Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.